Yeah. yeah. You know the way you don't find Brock Lesnar intimidating? No, I don't. Never will. Does this change your mind? Seth Rollins, I'm coming for you, boy. And I'm coming hard. <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> yeah, I'd be scared if I heard that. He's <laughs> coming for your yard. Oh, uh, well, actually, I don't know if I'd be scared or, you know, uh, quite chuffed with myself. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus, <laughs> I'm doing something right. <laughs> It's the Evil that G podcast. These shark tails work on wonders. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What episode is it? 223. Uh, he said 200. And 23. Da, da, da. 123. Is it we skipped 100 <laughs> episodes. <laughs> Did you miss those? <laughs> oh, Christ. Oh. What year is it? Uh, off to a hot start there. <laughs> Mm. Rock Legends got me all flustered. <laughs> I'm gonna get off by cranking your knob. <laughs> she just find a bunch of mad <laughs> sort of out of context sense. Yes. Wait. There's no way Hulk Hogan didn't know what he was doing there. Yeah. Like <laughs> What well, what was the actual? I'd love to know the actual point of the promo. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no clue. It's it's a fucking head kiss. Uh, that that was like peak uh, cocaine, Hogan. I had to have been. <laughs> had to have been like off his fucking trolley weekly. Oh, I definitely was. Well, I said weekly, probably daily. <laughs> um, what what do we got then? I um, I haven't played anything new at all. No, same. We did. We haven't played anything new. You know what we could talk about very quickly? Mm-hmm. You seen some absolute motorbike racing? Oh, I I did. What we, jank? We went to the Sunflower. Yep. Cup? Trophy? This Sunflower Trophy. Here in Northern Ireland. No, <laughs> was, wasn't a Mario Kart uh, no. thing. Um, there was almost a better road rash in those Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the first time I ever went to a m- motorcycle race. <laughs> motorcycle? <laughs> there, there was quite a few of them. Um, yep. yep. Had, had quite, quite a, a fun time at at that, watching a bunch of absolute fucking maniacs. They really are. They're on another league game, boys. Flying around a track on a... Just straddling a bike. Yep. Going very, um, very fast. Yeah, some going a lot faster than others. Hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh, so we had... But sadly, we, we didn't get to see many of the big races, but uh, I've I was actually checking out they had it on the the sites and stuff the next day because obviously we were there on the saturday and then the big race was on the sunday uh a lot of the big so a lot of the big names as we know when we were there a lot of the big racer names was there but then a lot of them had left the next day so they weren't in the actual big race 
because obviously the the weather had caused problems. They had to delay it for a day, but people still had you know boats and everything booked for their bikes back, so they couldn't actually do the main race. Yeah, which is the that sunflower cup, which race. is the actual sunflower trophy, which is the big prize money. Uh, well, that yeah. was supposed maybe we bit sort of big prize money. It's better than the sidecars, as we joked about that day. <laughs> yeah, sixty pounds. Sixty pounds for putting for putting your li- literally putting your life on the line. Uh, the sidecars are something else, aren't they? Yeah, they're nuts. I, I the 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 big thing is like this isn't just a thing that you're buying. Some boys made this in a garage. Yep. And now you're a, flying around this track on it. It's like a fucking bobsleigh with wheels, and you steer it by having your mate fling himself over the back of it. <laughs> That's literally how that works. But and I thought it was a good wee day. Now, like I said, I know we didn't get to see the, the big races, but the, the superbike races were very good, especially I think it was at the second Superbike Cup race where it was two boys just fighting tooth and nail for first place the whole way around it for all 10 laps. That yeah. was absolutely jaw-dropping race, so it was. Uh, it's it's matter. Like, we, we were had it posted up at that, that last corner going into the, the home straight. And them mm. two like wheels inches away from each other going around that corner. It's fucking <laughs> nuts, eh? You're probably doing about a you know ninety mile an hour around that corner, and then you're hitting that flat street, you know, building up to maybe nearly hundred and eighty mile an hour. And at ninety miles an hour, round a corner, your knees down, and as you say, they were inches from each other. But they're just the two of them were that good at what they do. they it was just a fantastic race, really, really good. But yeah, um. Glad you came and glad you enjoyed it. That's that's good to know someone else other than me and my crazy mate Hutchie enjoys this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I I was kind of enthralled by the uh, like way in the distance. Some boys were just drifting in cars. That's <laughs> like what's oh, yeah. going on over there. Uh, you can hear the the wheels squealing, just tire smoke everywhere in the background. Yep, it's fucking great. Which of course is a very race heavy area so it is. Mm. Um, just you speaking of drifting though, when them sidecars had their first couple of laps in, they were doing some drifting oh, around I... that corner we were at. Jesus. Nuts. I have to say the um, commentary <laughs> we have to talk about the commentary. Oh guy, we do. Guy in the big PA uh, and he was just in his own wee world. He was. <laughs> he fucking just guessed everything. He didn't I, even know if what he was saying was correct. Putting out some serious, just we are Irish guy energy. Uh, just, I think that's uh, your, your man. And I think he might be first place. And uh, I think he might. It, it could be uh, that that this race is over now. And we'll, we'll get down it. And then he would throw to the the guy at the, the podium, and then Bernie. just hear, hey, now we go down to Bernie, and then Bernie be like, can you hear me? Hello, can you hear <laughs> me? Hello, can you hear me? <laughs> Where, where's the boy that won the race? And Go on now, come up here now. <laughs> say, what the fuck's going on? Uh, yeah, the presentation could use a wee bit of work, so it could. But thankfully, the, the, the racers make up for it. Um, and then obviously we have to chat about th- so the whole way down uh, my mate Hutchie who drove us down was talking about this young fella uh, oh, he's hot shit 
Yes, Roy McGreevy. He's, you know, unbelievable. He's showing his photographs and videos and all the rest of it. And first race he's out. Uh, don't get me wrong, we caught him a couple of laps. He was doing some mad overtakes, so he was. He was probably doing some crazy shit that was probably making some of the other guys a bit nervous, going, what the fuck is this guy at? Then all of a sudden, he uh, he's not on the race anymore, and we find out there's been an accident, and it was him. Mm-hmm. You know, it's unfortunate. He's all good, though. He's on his feet. He's grand. So the next race... He's back. He's back in the the uh, super sport race he was in next, and uh, he does a lap, and then the corner we that corner we were standing at. Next thing, you just see this bike come flying across the track into the grass, followed by this guy doing cartwheels and everything into the gravel, and it's him again. And at this point, we were like, Jesus, this guy's having a rough day. We were having a bit of a joke and a gag about it. You know, the mechanic will be going mad at him and all the rest of it. And then the next race, he's on it again. And I don't think he even made it round a lap this time. Yeah. Those because... first two were just the qualifying where he came off on the, the super bike and then the super sport class. And then yes. it was the, um, yeah, they had the super bike race and he came off yeah. in the actual race. He did. He didn't even because we all watched the 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 takeoff, which is still it's a fantastic thing. Watching them all take off at the start, love that so I do. Um, but they all took off, and there he was, and then they all come round again, and he wasn't there, and we were all like, "No, he didn't. <laughs> didn't even make it a lap that time. Boy, I think he's just playing a fucking video game or something." And then when the uh, the super sport race came up, was like, "Oh." Right, he's not here now. He was supposed <laughs> to be in this race. But obviously, <laughs> someone was like, "No, nah, you're done." I mean, commentator, I was like, "Oh, I don't see Roy McGreevy anywhere. I don't think he's on the the line there." And you're like, "You think <laughs> he's fucking came off three times today?" I reckon that was because we heard they they announced that the they had to check a bike before that race, yep. and it was probably the one he crashed because they did work on it mm. real quick, and they're like, "No, nah, you can't, you can't race that thing." There's no way you can. Uh... But yeah, he was meant to be the star of the show. I know Hutchie was genuinely gutted as well because he wanted to see him more. But fucking hell, he spent more time in the dirt than he did on the bike. As Hangman would say, he had his dick in the dirt. Dick in the dirt. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But no, it was a good day. It was a good day. It was indeed. I would recommend checking, checking it out. Yep, definitely. Motorbike racing, it's good for, especially local track motorbike racing. Just boys trying to push it as far as they can. But we don't know if it's going to last much longer, unfortunately. It has. It just hasn't had the same sort of numbers and stuff coming to it, but uh, hopefully hopefully it sort of gets a bit more momentum again. Mm. Uh, what? Yeah, I'd just been uh, playing... More Cyberpunk, more Darktide, and more Forza. Yeah, I've been pretty much... Well, I've, it's Halloween time, so I always play through Medieval at Halloween. <laughs> don't know why, I always do. I love that game. Uh, so Halloween time comes around, it's like, oh, I have to play Medieval. So I'm a good, I'm about, I'd say, three quarters through Medieval. Fantastic game. Um, obviously playing more Resi 4. And... Uh, I've been back on Evil Dead again, so yeah, I haven't actually played anything new. Although I've seen something new, I want to try. There's a demo that came out, uh, Eurogamer. We're talking about it. It's a old school survival horror type thing. It looked very cool. 
Uh, what's that? Uh, hang on, I will get the name of it for you. Um, uh, insert time killing music here. Just a quick sec, my phone is slow as shit. Uh, it was pretty cool. I don't have any. Oh, no worries. Uh, wow, that's crazy. Searching for the game. Oh, okay, if I don't. It's called Fro Country. Fro Country? Fro. Crow. Crow. In the bird. Yeah. Um, and the reason that it sort of grabbed my attention in the screenshots was it's deliberately made to look like a PS1 game, but it's. Have you ever seen the original Final Fantasy VII? Uh, yes. Like, know the way they were like very chunky characters, very blocky chunky? Mm. It's made to look like that, but it says it has a very. Uh, it's a, it's a very sort of Silent Hill. It's all set in like this theme park. So they say a lot of inspiration is from Silent Hill 3 and stuff. Oh, I like the look of this. Eh? Doesn't it look good, doesn't it? There's a demo on the PS5 and Steam. So I think once we're done here, I'll do a wee download on my Steam Deck and give it a smash. Yeah, I think I might actually do the same. It looks pretty damn cool. So looking forward to trying that. I just smashed and that it... download button. Nice. <laughs> it did say it did say don't worry folks you have a choice of controls we're not just limited into tank controls because you know we know some people like it and some people don't and i'm glad to see developers do that instead of going oh it's survival hard has to have tank controls it's like no it fucking doesn't yes you can modernize your controls <laughs> echoes of the living dead or, or echoes of the living just <laughs> learn from this yes that's the only one i was t- telling you about uh last week Yes. Uh, where it's like, uh, tank controls. Uh, and I was like, really? Do we have to? And they're like, yeah. yes, you do. Some people think, oh, if it's, if it's an old school survivor horror, it has to have tank controls. And it's like, it really doesn't. It doesn't. I get some people really like that, and that's fine. But as, as we have said many times, survival horror is not a control scheme. Mm-hmm. 100%. Um... Silent Hill is not tank controls. I think nope, it actually nope. give you the option, but the, the default is like hmm. uh, non psychotic controls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. It's like you didn't try that. Echoes of Eleven. Uh, I will. I will admit I completely fucking forgot about it until you've said it there again. So I will put that on the uh, to do list as well. Yeah, you should give that give that a, a try. But like, mm. your sense very resy too. Very very resy too. Um, and I don't, I don't, I definitely don't think you can change the controls. If you can, I apologize, but there you go. Mm. Um, yeah, it's probably that. Like, no, nah, you're you're into this kind of stuff, so yes, it's definitely definitely worth a look. Cool. Um, I guess we'll try and talk about game news because, but there hasn't been a lot. So uh, no, so, there hasn't. I'm sort of just um, scraping the barrel here. Holy shit! Do you want some breaking news? Literally just broke. Literally here now. Go. Tormented Souls Two is uh, happening. It is confirmed, oh, and it nice. is happening. Just because we were searching, you know, we, I was searching for uh, that we game you were talking about, and Tormented Souls Two has popped up. 
There we go. It is actually happening. Yeah. So it is. When's that out? Coming soon. <laughs> that is fucking cool. We have always talked about how much we enjoyed that, so glad it's getting a sequel. Yeah, you play the same character. That's... Hmm. Did that have multiple endings? I can't remember. Uh, yes, because you got one ending and I got the other. I think it only had like two or three. <laughs> but... Cause you gotta you 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 figured something out and I didn't and I was all ah oh, fuck that just clicked on me what that was all about <laughs> oh yeah was that where you had to go back and do the thing back yeah you time? saved this sister and I didn't mm, right yeah you got the bad end I got the bad end and then I got the good ending because I was all ah oh, fuck but how I wouldn't have even thought of that like but it's fucking genius uh, from what this describing uh, you're you're trying to rescue your sister again. Oh, Jesus, this sister's going to be a pain in the arse, isn't she? <laughs> She's going to be the Princess Peach of fucking <laughs> Tormented Souls. Oh, that's right. It turned out that the weird thing running after you was your sister. Yeah. Do you know that I always thought was class about that? I know we're, we're going on the old wild tangent here. You know the way you wake up in the bath and one of your eyeballs is missing? Oh, yes. I love the fact that it was you that did it, though. Yeah, that is fucking cool. I, that's one of the things that um, that sort of makes this game like it, it, its own. That that's part of what its own twist is, because um, mm. it adds in that we time travely. Uh, what yeah. is it you're finding? You're finding like uh, tape reels video tapes. or video Aye. tapes, and then you can go into the video tape and uh, yep, explore around whatever being recorded. Uh, um, yeah, uh, definitely. I will be picking that up. Um, definitely. I hope, I'm pretty sure it's the same developer. Calling themselves the, a survival horror classic, though. No, <laughs> 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 like, no. We're getting well, the, full the, of ourselves. The first one won quite a few awards, so maybe they are feeling high. Maybe we deserve it. <laughs> What started off as a bunch of mates making a game turned out pretty damn cool. Mm. Yeah, it's definitely one of the more uh, polished one one of these. Mm. So yeah, that was pretty cool just uh, seeing that pop up there. But yes, I will be checking out Echoes of the Dead and Cruel Country after we have finished recording here. Mm -hmm. uh, so most of the news uh, heavier is related to other stuff that's come out that we haven't played so uh this will go well yeah um, yeah this will be very well so first off metal gear solid one volume or metal gear solid volume one master collection um came out oh uh, that's right and they didn't put hideo kojima in the credits no it's getting a wild drubbing in the reviews as well because it only does 720p. Yeah, they they had said that already. I guess that apparently changed it, the fact. It looks wild bad apparently uh, on PCs. Right. Yeah, the consoles, you know, they could they obviously don't look as bad because most consoles are on TVs rather than monitors. Um, but a lot of mo uh, people on PC are saying it's just if you have a high-end monitor that does like 4K or something, the game just does not look good because it's literally limited to 720. There's nothing you can do because 
Not unless you can maybe go in and do something literally yourself by changing game files, I don't know, but uh, I noticed it was getting a bit of a drubbing on the Steam reviews because of just how, how it looked. Yeah. Ah, uh, well, uh, unless you're hitting that at least 1080, I guess. Mm. People aren't going to be happy. Uh, and, and they took Eddie's name out as well. Yeah. yeah. They didn't take his name out. No. So if you, the, the credits right. within each of the individual games still has his name on it. Um, right. it's the, uh, the package as a whole, like outside of each of the games, like, um, the oh, menus right. and stuff, you can bring up credits for each game. Um, and it doesn't have his name. Uh, it doesn't mention any of the original voice cast. Um, it just says, uh, th- it gives thanks to all original Metal Gear series staff and fans. Right. Um, yeah, it's, um. Mm. it's kind of not surprising that they would they, they didn't part on the best terms no um, but at the same time it, it's it's kind of it's kind of shitty not to yeah, recognize he literally created the series like yeah it's the 35th anniversary you're making a big deal about it and we're just gonna pretend the you know the pivotal key person in this series doesn't exist and also, the iconic voice cast as well. That's yeah, that's not... fucking giving them a stiff one's a bit uh, harsh as well. Hmm. Um, because they're the ones that make yeah and part of what makes they're... it such iconic. There's so much dialogue in that game. Those games. Yeah, and they're using the same dialogue for this remake they're doing. Yeah. But I'll just say, like, ah, you sure your original credits are still in there in each game? Um, Uh, That's probably what they'll do. Yeah. I hope they do better with the next batch. Hmm. Which, um, apparently there are, um, references to Melier 4, 5, and Peace Walker in this somewhere within the files. Right. Okay. Um, so I don't know what that would mean. Very odd, unless it's just going to be an update to that. Instead of like two separate games, Volume 2 is just an update and you pay for the, the extra games, maybe? Maybe. But why call it Volume 1? Yeah. It, it insinuates uh, a Volume 2. Yeah. I think, in a way. I just want a way to play Metal Gear Solid 4. Yeah, I mean that's the one you can't. You literally cannot play unless you have a PS3 these days. Mm. Yeah, it'd be nice to be able to play without having to wait forty-five minutes in between chapters. It would I. And the uh, because of the way Metal Gear Solid Four was developed for uh, you know PlayStation uh, Three, mm. which was a nightmare. Uh, apparently, it's very hard to do, and if um, if they have done that, then that would Fuck. be a good thing. Mm. Everyone yeah. else can take note and port over games that were on the PS3 that we can't play anymore that we would like to again. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it's a uh, volume two is the one I'm interested in. Like I've played Metal Gear, Metal Gear. The, those three 
to death already. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready to play them again. Uh, and I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I have Metal Gear Solid One somewhere. Not sure. Mm. Uh, I may have that on on PC already. Yeah, I have it on GOG. Does that? Can you run that better than on this collection? I wonder. Well, it runs at it runs at sixty frames. Remember do, do, we these, found out that... do these not? No, sure. Do you remember we found out MGS One was? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Limited to thirty, and that's why I was all well, fuck that. I have it in GOG, and I run it at sixty. <laughs> yes. So yeah, you're better off getting it on GOG for like seventy p. Uh, kind of hard to beat that price as well. <laughs> oh, you can buy these individually. How much do they want individually? Uh, I'm looking at Metal Gear Solid, fifteen ninety nine. What? <laughs> Fucking seventy p on Gog, man. <laughs> <laughs> and they haven't cleaned it up at all. Oh. Well, it was 70p. I bet you the bastards have dived in there and tried to do something. I think we should investigate this right now. Let's yep, see. yep. Metal Gear Solid. There it is. What? £7.19. £7. And that, that's just its normal price. No. Uh, oh, no yeah. I think I did. I, I think I got it on a sale. That's why I grabbed it. And this has the VR missions. Uh, it has. Yeah, that has everything. It has first person. Yep. Um. Yeah, if you want to play Metal Gear Solid, this is probably the way. Yeah, if you have a, you don't even need. Let's be honest, you do not need a powerful PC anymore to play Metal Gear Solid. You probably run that in your fucking phone. Oh, hundred percent. Not that you would. How are they? Justifying selling this for 16 quid? Fuck knows, man. Konami or Lunatics, we know that much. Mm. Look at that Turtles collection they put out, and they wanted, what, 35 lids for it? Mm. Aye, that was uh, a bit much. Aye. But if you get a fancy play on Metal Gear Solid, uh, or you think you might, uh, go get it in GOG while it's still yep. there, I guess. Yep, definitely. Um, if you're not on PC, uh, tough shit, I suppose. Mm. Um, I definitely have the PS One version. I I definitely bought that on PS Three, uh, so it's probably on my account. Oh, I yeah. don't know if I can actually play it on anything, but there you go. That's a good point. I forgot. I probably have that too. Um, moving on. I think that, that like twenty twenty three's coming to a close and will probably be marked as a very strong year for games. You know, Baldur's Gate that sell the game. A new yep. Mario game. There are lots of good shit came out. Yep. Yeah. Street Fighter MK. Yeah, actually when you think about it, there were some really big hitters this year. Also <laughs> there seems to be some absolute <laughs> fucking drivel. So the, we got this uh, Gollum game a while ago, and that was absolutely panned. Yep. Um, and uh, I guess someone th- thought, you know, was seeing that and was all like, here, hold my beer. 
Um, uh, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> so they released a new King Kong game called Skull Island Rise of Kong. What are they charging for this fucking... 50 lids. <laughs> well, it's 35 here on Steam. Right. Uh, are you... Look- si- uh, that must be with the Sony tax. R- right, that's a big Sony tax. Mm. Um, at 45 on the PlayStation Store, this is telling me. Oh, 45? Sorry. Uh... I'm I'm just looking at the video game chronicle article on it. Uh so yeah, I've seen I've seen videos of this. This looks fucking abysmal. Um it just looks like the graphics look uh, like proper PS2. Yep. Sort of stuff we got going but not on e- here. But not even high-end PS2. <laughs> no, not a good PS2 game. Like it's not yep. like a like Final Fantasy X would blow this out of the water, which is a PS2 yes. game. Yep. Um, just some fucking shocking-looking models. Uh, the environments, like you're on Skull Island, mm. and this is sort of like you think, right? I'm gonna be in a game where I'm Kong, like this giant fucking gorilla, yep. but. You're on Skull Island, so fucking everything's big, and it's just like uh, you beating up birds that are just as big as you. And looking at all the uh, or what environment there is around you, because everything just looks like shit. Like bushes and stuff just look like normal size. I don't know, maybe Skull Island has giant bushes as well. No, it's not meant to. <laughs> but, um, not meant to. Yeah, so the, the, the scale, um, everything else in comparison to Kong, you get no sense of, yeah, Kong's real big. It's just like yeah. uh, the, the shitty action game uh, where you're just beating up these weird-looking birds and dinosaur things. Right. Um, I was obviously, we were, I think we quickly talked about this last week, and I decided to do a bit of research, and there was a video put up Online and it says real Kong Skull Island cutscene. This is not a joke. And I was all okay, and I swear to God, man, whoever <laughs> put this together. So at one point, Kong comes down this. He falls down a slope or something, and he doesn't realize there's a monster behind him. But they obviously didn't have time to animate the monster, so it's literally just a picture of like a like a screenshot of a picture like and it looks like it's jumping at Kong and then it cuts back you know Kong moving and getting ready for this thing and then it cuts back to this picture again of it jumping but it's kind of zoomed in like it's got closer to you and I was like oh my fucking god this is this is this can't be real and then it was all like yeah this is an actual cutscene in the game I can confirm this is real and I was like holy shit this is madness uh, this is a game about uh, Kong trying to get revenge for his parents that were killed right. by a dinosaur. Right. right. So, so there's that. Jesus Christ. And Steam's all like, uh, this game is relevant to you because you've played Resident Evil Village. Ah, ah. 
<laughs> it was say? relevant to me because I played Space Marine. I was like, what the fuck does 40k Space Marine have to do with this shit? Uh, it's third person? I don't know. <laughs> Which of that Resident Evil Village is not. Oh, that's a very good point. Oh, <laughs> fucking hell. Eh? Jesus. Oh, you want to see the skins as well? Um, they have, like, skins. They're not selling them, I will, I will say that. Um, yeah. Actually, no, the, this is part of the Rise of Kong Colossal Edition. Right. Where you get these cosmetic things. And it's just like, they're all like classic Kong and, you know, different variations of Kong. But it's just like a palette yeah. swap. Yeah, I figured that's what you were going to say. And and that's like a, an extra. This has to be just absolute fucking shovelware scam shit then. Yeah, that's what it looks like. And they somehow got the rights to make it a con game. How the fuck did they get that? I don't know. You figure Legendary or whoever has the Kong license would be all, no, what the fuck are you doing? But well, then I suppose the, the Kong the, license is a bit weird, isn't it? Because of it could mm, be the original King Kong and all that there shit, can't it? Uh, well, the, the have you ever heard of the publisher Game Mill? Uh, they put this no. out? No. Um, so they, they've published a bunch of shit um, right. based on like Cobra Kai, G.I. Joe, Big Hero 6, Frozen. Right. Hotel transfer. This seems to be like their thing. It's like, right, licensed shite. Aye. Um. So. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe don't buy that. Yeah. Um, don't know why anyone would even be thinking about it. To be fair. <laughs> you know what? That is one of the things that happens. Is some people are like, "Oh, this game's absolutely awful." People will buy it just to see. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. You should, that's you shouldn't, very true. shouldn't do that. No, you should not. Um. So last week, the Microsoft Activision deal finally closed. Hmm. Um. Phil Spencer has been out saying some things. Hmm. Around. Uh, like stuff around the. You know what's going to happen with Call of Duty and um, the the catalog of <clears throat> Activision stuff. Mm. So on the Call of Duty stuff, it, he has said that they're not going to be doing any timed exclusive content, seeing as all of that time timed exclusive stuff was on PlayStation. Um, yeah. The, it's not really surprising there. Um, so and that's the end of uh, getting stuff early on PlayStation. Um, like for example, the Modern Warfare Three beta just happened, uh, and on PlayStation it was out a week early. All right. Okay. Uh, so that's an end of that. Um, he's also the the goal is one hundred percent parity across all platforms. Um. As much as you can for launching content, um, and he he mentions Nintendo in that as well. Uh, I think that's that one's gonna be 
a challenge unless this uh i think that's gonna be the weirdest thing seeing call of duty on nintendo unless this next switch is a but a powerhouse I yeah can't, can't see it myself no they've never been known for their power they've always been known just for their fucking first party brilliant games like uh, keeps referring to the Call of Duty Nation, <coughs> which I don't. I don't like that. That's terrible. <laughs> it's the Call of Duty Nation. Jesus, somebody was watching WWE the night before, but how you this <laughs> WWE Universe thing's brilliant? We should do that for Call of Duty. Um, I also say he's doubling down on being a game producer and publisher. Uh, hmm. so whatever that means, you're gonna make more games. Uh, I guess. Um, did say that don't expect there to be any sort of Game Pass editions this year, like surprises, um, like they did in the past. Remember they just put out all the Dooms and Quakes? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they held off on doing anything around that stuff because they didn't know the deal was going to go through. Um, well, we will probably see that stuff in the future. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the likes of like when a new Call of Duty comes out. Is that just going to go straight on the Game Pass? Well, seeing as they will technically own it, I see no reason why it wouldn't. Mm. Um, so when are we going to get like so all the Diablos and? All those old Blizzard mm. games on there. Um, uh, and he also said that they will take a respectful approach to revisiting uh, um, the amazing trope of Activision Blizzard franchises. Uh, so this is uh, in reference mm. to digging up, well, releasing new games for old franchises. Um, and apparently he's like, uh, if you work at Activision Blizzard or Microsoft or Xbox, uh, you basically have an open invitation to pitch Phil for uh, using one of these IPs. Hmm. Now, we looked at Activision's back catalog, and there's when you really look at it, there's not much in there besides a bunch of licensed stuff. Yeah. Um, you got Call of Duty, obviously, Warcraft, Diablo, Guitar Hero, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, Overwatch, Crash Bandicoot, Pitfall. And then you, you sort of start running out of stuff. Yeah. It's not, they, don't, they didn't develop a lot. They were definitely more of a publisher. Hmm. And, and a lot of those, like I said, a lot of the stuff they put out um, was licensed stuff and you, I don't mm. know could you even put that out on Game Pass like old licensed games uh, not not unless there's a whole agreement with whoever has the license to it now and all that there shit. I mean look at the trouble we had with GoldenEye yeah that, that was a weird one because it was like it wasn't that between Nintendo and Microsoft because like Microsoft own Rare, but yep. GoldenEye's a N64 game. and Yep. And it was self-published by Nintendo. Mm. Then they didn't, uh, they didn't have that problem with, like, Perfect Dark. No, no. 
Rare owns Perfect Dark, not Nintendo. Right, right, right. And Rare published Perfect Dark, not Nintendo. I think they, self, they self-published that, so they did. I think the first thing that they need to do is uh, another Tony Hawk. Agreed. Two and three. Probably is is what you want because that that first one was really really good mm. um and it's so uh, like it's such an activation thing to like like this thing hits it's really good everyone loves it and then they they turn around and go right okay now you're making content for call of duty <laughs> like what like make more tony hawk you fools yeah and there's there's no other games out there like it these days as well, so you would have a fucking open market if you went for it. Mm. You're not going to have a lot of competition if you made a Tony Hawk game again, or a skateboarding game in general. There's just not a, many of them out there, and Tony Hawk was always the big name. Um, Does Activision own the... Uh, do you remember the Police Quest? And King's Quest? Uh, I would not know that one, I'm afraid. From, they're all point-and-click things. Alright. No, doesn't ring a bell with me at all, I'm afraid. Um, yes, Activision does own them. They're part of Avendi Games, uh, which Activision uh-huh. owns. Because uh, they're, or, well, merged. Because Vivendi Blizzard happened then they merged with activision activision blizzard uh-huh. um so yeah there's a bunch of uh old adventure games hmm. that um and they were sort of making a comeback yeah but the the police quest stuff was where it's like weird police procedural stuff in an adventure game um there's Ultima stuff, but I'm pretty sure EA owns Ultima. Uh, yeah. Yeah. How about Soft Porn Adventure? <laughs> For the Atari 8-bit in 1981. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Is... Holy fuck. It's a text-based <laughs> adventure game. Of course it is. Jesus Christ. Um, well, that's that. Let's let's uh <laughs> move on from that. Um, PlayStation's patent a controller to put earbuds in, and all charge yeah. the earbuds, and also pair yeah. the earbuds. Plus, they're making earbuds. They'd already announced that. Mm. Uh, I completely forgot about the fact they were doing earbuds. Um. These earbuds are two hundred pound. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> I'll stick with my headphones if I have to, or just using my TV. I mean, are, are wireless earbuds really that convenient? I, I would take over overhead earphones any day of the week. Yeah, same. Especially every day of the week. And earbuds just fall out of my ears anyway, so hmm. they just don't work. Um. Yeah, so they've got this patent thing where it's a controller and the earbuds slot in to 
the back, I, I assume. Um, I guess that's handy. It'll charge them. You won't lose them. Um, and you won't have it to cost them. a fucking fortune. The controller, yeah. Well, oh, it's going to. Eh? I mean, how different could that be? I mean, what like it's sixty pound for a normal PlayStation controller, mm. provided it's not like some fancy thing like the um, what do they call it? The blade or the edge or what? Whatever oh, the yeah, fuck. that thing. Edge. Uh, what is the? What's that? Like uh, two hundred and twenty for that thing. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm gonna guess a hundred and twenty for your earbud controlling uh, controller. There you go. I did remember the uh, the the thing the portal. You guessed the price of that, right? Didn't you? I did. Yes. <laughs> I just know how Sony's brain works at this point. So I was like, they can't charge that much for a fucking screen. <laughs> yes, yes, oh. they did. Yep. For a seven twenty p screen. Who's gonna buy no that? Fucking lunatics! I know. <laughs> Either there's those. Uh, console war weirdos mm. um, that I don't understand or probably get it um, yep the PS5 Slim which is out next month it's out very soon uh, in the mm. US at least uh, so there's an exact um, date leaked here of the 8th of November um, by some Data miner guy. Um, it's going to be bundled with uh, Spider Man Two. Um, All right. Which will cost five hundred and sixty dollars. Um, but they also gave a, a date of the no- November tenth, and that's not bundled. Right. So maybe they're releasing a bundle first. Maybe. Huh. Seems a bit odd to do. Why wouldn't you just release the thing? Hmm. And I've just seen the silly wee kickstand. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Oh, I... <laughs> fucking stupid looking, isn't it? So it needs that to sit flat. Oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's sitting horizontal as well, because you know the way it's a bit curved at, and one at the side. Yeah, it's a badly designed console. I think that's what you call that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, if you want to stand it even, if you want to sit it horizontal, you still need this wee stand. And it just flips out, and then you've got a yep. bit missing. Yep. Um, from the outer shell that is holding. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, Sony have had some really stupid-looking consoles, but this this sort of they do go bonkers. Like, yeah, um, yeah, it's a bit, bit silly. Uh. And mine, I was saying as well, I thought the price of the digital edition had gone up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it actually has in America. Fuck right. It's, it's $50 more than the Jesus. original. Um, so I guess we got away with that. Bloody hell. But you are getting absolutely fucking shafted on that Blu-ray just drive if you want that, because that's $80 in America yeah, that's, and 100 that's quid nice. here. Jeez. And uh, if you're in Europe, it's a uh, hundred and twenty euros. What the oh, fuck? Hell. 
Um, that's the uh, price you have to pay if you want to get them secondhand games, I guess. Fucking hell, hey, that's nuts. Um, and that Spider-Man 2 came out this week as well. Um, yep. There's some stuff around that. Uh, apparently some discs don't work. Yeah, so this was... I find this very odd because this was exactly the same problem I had with... Do you remember I bought Wanted mm-hmm. Dead on disc and it wouldn't install? A yep. lot of people were saying the same thing about that. I was getting to so far and then it wouldn't install. And it seems the same fucking problem is hitting Spidey. But unlike Wanted Dead because it wasn't a big seller, they didn't really give too much of a fuck about it. Oh, but now it's happened to Spider-Man. Now it's, oh shit, we need to deal with this. It's like... What about all them people that have bought other games that you know maybe weren't as big, were having this problem, and you didn't give two shits? Yeah, the one the dead one didn't get much attention, but obviously having the same problem. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess there's a lot, lot more people out there be like, why, why is this not working? Uh, Spider-Man Two, you're only getting as far as being able to play the little install bit at the start, and then it just wouldn't get past. Was it thirty-six percent or something? Yeah, that's a bit nuts. Why can't it just like download the game instead then? Well, that's what I thought. Honestly, I thought that's all it was doing. I did not think there was any data on discs these days. I thought it was more just like a fucking code that says, yes, you can download this and it's already been paid for. Mm-hmm. I, I still think it's mad that there's data on discs. I suppose that makes sense though, because, you know, you've still, it's, we're getting, what, two disc games still these days with Final Fantasy and for or Horizon. Yeah. So there's obviously data still on the disc. Yeah, you still get it, even though, like, you know, day one, you're going to be installing a massive patch anyway. But all it does is it installs it to the hard drive anyway, the exact same way that the fucking download does. Mm. So it's, it's, it downloads it a different way. In fact, it downloads it a more annoying way because you cannot, you can't copy from a disc to your PlayStation on rest mode. The PlayStation has to be on. Yeah, and chances Whereas, you are, know, it's well, depend on your internet. Like, if you have really good internet, it's probably going to be slower. Well, yeah, that's the thing. That's, that's crazy to think about. Yeah, it's like uh, but sometimes you think, oh, I'll fire that disc in, you know, because I'm going to do this anyway. So you, you know, I'll put the PlayStation on rest mode while that installs, mm. and it fucking doesn't. You're like, son of a bitch. <laughs> so you will not. Nope, you will not. Um. No comment from Sony on this or what they're, but there's mm. no sort of workaround. You're just like, yeah, I guess you're returning it. Mm. Um, that said, this has been the fastest selling PlayStation Studios, like first party game of all time. Uh, yep, it has so been. People are pretty, pretty hyped for Spider Man 2. I've only ever played the Miles Morales one a bit. I thought it was fine. I haven't played either, if I'm honest. <laughs> I mean, the grand. Yeah, um, yeah. Those people are happy to have a good Spider-Man game. Is that what it is? I guess so. Um, I know they have three, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, yeah, what's it saying? Would they sell two and a half million copies in 24 hours? Wow, that is pretty good is pretty crazy um they for comparison god of war ragnarok 
an horror game I haven't played. Have you played that? No, I still haven't. And I really enjoyed the first one, but I just can't. I, I don't like the idea of forking over 70 yeah, quid. Yeah, it's 100% so, that day. Uh, I'll five, wait till it goes down in price. 5.1 million in its debut week. Week. Um, the first Spider-Man game uh, did 3.3 million in its first three days. Hmm. Um, Last of Us Part 2, 4 million in its first three days. Um, yeah, let's do it more. Um, but they also fucked up um, Miles' uh, um, a flag in Miles' Oh, house. yeah. <laughs> this I heard was, about that. It's like, this is fucking stupid. Um, so Miles is uh, half Puerto Rican. Yes. Uh, so they put a Cuba flag in his house. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. He's like, yay! Um, yeah, I guess they're similar flags. They are similar, but you know, you could at least do a quick bit of research before you just fire it in there. Just go back and watch, uh, you know, some Santana. Exactly what I was thinking he, too. <laughs> he's wearing a Puerto Rican flag. Yep. Um, Santana Ortiz used to come out with a flag, so they don't. Ortiz isn't Puerto Rican though, is he? Nah, but he used to just hold, he used to come out with it for Santana though. Okay. Now, I'm pretty sure Ortiz is uh, yeah, he's straight it. up New York. It's the end of that. Um, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, all signs point to Spider-Man to do good. Yep. Surprise. If you can get it to work. Um, they're talking about. Venom spin-off games now. Right. Because so, the, the Venom suit's in this, and I guess by that means Venom's in this. That might be spoilers. Yeah. I don't know. Um, no, he's all over the trailers and stuff, so... <laughs> um, Jeez, so if, you, if you didn't know that, what have you been doing? <clears throat> yeah, not everyone wants to be Venom. Um, I've never really understood why Venom's so popular. Uh, yeah, just no real edgy Todd McFarlane guy. Yeah, maybe, but like I think he's okay, but he's definitely not my favorite Spidey villain. Oh, what? Well, I, um, I know what yours is. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> A guy that never gets any of the fucking attention, even though he's had the most popular fucking Spider-Man storyline <laughs> that everyone's been using. But let's not use the actual villain from it. <laughs> fucking arseholes. Wait, is this the Spider-Verse stuff? Yeah, all the Spider-Verse stuff all came from this guy. And they're like, will we actually use the villain? No, because nobody knows who he is. It's like, well, maybe if you put him in the fucking thing, he would. Hmm. Anyway, sorry, that's my rant over. Lastly, we have a, a fucking blizzard. Yeah, I, I had to read this <laughs> twice in case I, I thought I'd misread it. Uh, they're giving away a P, a liquid cooled PC, and it's a really good PC. Uh, it's got yeah. a forty ninety in there, sixty four gig of RAM, a three terabyte M two drive. Yeah, it's pretty pretty nice PC. Uh, and it's water or liquid. Sorry, liquid cooled um, with real human blood. Mm. Uh, it's infused with human blood I will say it's not like they filled the whole fucking thing with human blood 
Yeah, I was going to say that, that obviously wouldn't be good for a PC. Blood is pretty goddamn thick and goopy. It's fucking nuts. Uh, so th- this is, um, I guess, to promote their new season, which is all about vampires and shit. Oh, it's not a coincidence. So is MK's. Eh? MK's new season, uh, they're doing it all about your vampire woman. What do you call it? Uh, Nat- Natara. Yeah, okay. sorry. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they, they launched this competition, um, and they, it's all around donating blood. Uh, so they've set like goals of, uh, if, uh, everyone donates this amount of blood, um, we'll, we'll do this. Uh, and if we, uh, you know, there's different tiers, um, and players will get different rewards based on how much blood gets donated. So it kind of has that that side of you know good cause at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, if if they hit six hundred and sixty six quarts, which is one thousand three hundred and thirty two pints of blood donated, um, this will open this sweepstake. Uh, in so it's only available to U.S. players though, uh, where you have the mm. chance to win this. Uh, Blood cooled PC. Jesus. Um. Yeah, that's the. I don't know why. Why do people put blood and stuff? Do you remember the? There, <laughs> there was a Kiss comic where they're like, "Oh, we put our blood in the ink." Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. It's like I don't want that. Yeah, I want Gene Simmons' blood. <laughs> I don't want to touch that shit. I'll stink years later as well. Yeah, you'd have to think. Uh, there's probably not very much in there, or there's no. none at all, and they're just saying that. Um, well, that's a good, very good call. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I no, I don't, don't want a, a a blood cool PC. Thanks. No, no thanks. <laughs> and I don't want to play Diablo Four. <laughs> uh, that's gonna do is for game news. What a shadow week. There, there wasn't a lot happening. Yeah, well. Oh, there's a new one. Metal Gear fucking Cologne. Fuck off, Konami. Jesus Christ. <laughs> God. Uh, yeah. Shadow Moses. Smell like a fucking nuclear facility. <laughs> um... I'm going to, before we get into the wrestling stuff, going to take a quick break, because okay. I, I have to go to the toilet. Right. Didn't, didn't need to say that, but we will be back in a second. No fuck. And we're back. What was uh, that noise? <laughs> that was the, the break, man. Signal All right. the end of the break. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, enough of that. We get wrestling talk about a lot of wrestling. <clears throat> right, so you're gonna walk us through Bound for Glory, but we'll we'll rattle through what happened on oh, AEW this week first. Um, getting with Dynamite, we uh, at a hell of an open match. Jay White versus mm. Penta. Jesus, they slapped the shit out of each other, these two. They did, I. 
Jay White selling this shit out of uh, Penta's chops. Chops. Oh, Jay White's such a good seller as well. <laughs> Part of it's like, oh, it's not fair. You're wearing a shirt. Um, it off. <laughs> Penta's got himself in some shape again, so he has. Mm. You know, while they're taking the fucking top off, showing the guns. <laughs> um, Bullet Club cheated. Stop me if you've heard this before. <laughs> yeah, Penta has no mates at the moment because his brother's out injured and so is Pac. So. Pac hasn't been seen in months. Yeah, Pac That's hasn't been seen. Whatever happened with uh, him and Claudio must have been bad. Afterwards, um, the they all get on the mic, and Robinson, Juice Robinson's all he's gonna win this battle yep. royale this night for the the Diamond Dozen battle royale, and he's gonna take MGF's stupid ring. Yep, and go pawn it. Um, and then we get the MGF backstage immediately after that. Uh, so they didn't want to waste his pop by uh, <laughs> by running because he'd be out again on on commentary for the the battle yep. royale. Um, we, we get a wee part with the uh, the acclaimed Max Caster <laughs> is put in a corner. What does he say? Uh he he was doing well at the start, and then he did his usual thing. I can't remember, but I did giggle. I think it's something to do with a belt. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It was, to, it was definitely something to do with scissor and belts, anyway. <laughs> um, Sheeta versus Emi Sakura. Always great. Yep. Very hard hitting. No difference here. Um, yeah, it was just a great match. It was good um, to see the Max because they've had that match before when Sheeta had the Rena J uh, Rena J Wave title. Is that what you, mm-hmm. how you pronounce that? Yeah. Um, and they had it on dark. Should have been on TV. So it's good to see them actually get a match on TV together. It was brilliant. Yeah, Crowd was into it too. Um, yep. Which just goes to show everyone loves Sheeta. Yeah, and still, Abby Sacker is over as well. Like people yeah, just know has. when you see her, you're going to get a good match. Yep. Um, and people love the tea thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the very um, heady. <laughs> yeah, they were just beating the, <laughs> beating the shite out of each other. Like, but I'm guessing that's just Emmy Sacker's tuning regime. We're gonna just beat the snot out of each other and see how yeah. we get on. Um. Always, retains was obvious. Yeah, good but, match. Good match. Uh, well, it, it wasn't a title eliminator match. Wasn't for the title. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. It was for the. It was just for an eliminator. So you never know how they're gonna go. To be fair. Yeah, but then uh, like, you think they would have started something with Sheeta? Like, what's she doing next? Mm. It's just gonna end up being ah. Oh, now, you, now you fight this person for the title. Now you fight this person for the title. Yeah. Uh. I just hope this doesn't go down the same road it did last time, where Sheeta's entire run is just about someone talking, someone else talking about how they're going to take the belt off her. Because that really ragged me last time. 
Mm. Cheetah's entire run was just about Brooke Baker. It wasn't about Cheetah. Uh, could be, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they were building up like the, you know, them two miscommunicating all the time and then don't know where yeah. Brooke Baker's been for a while now. Oh, fuck, eh. That's a good point. They were building up something between them two and nothing ever came of it. Oh, they wouldn't do that again. I wouldn't put a Boston man. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, Adam Copeland goes on and on about him and Christian. Yes. He went on <laughs> quite a bit. He did. Went on for quite some time. Uh, to get to the point, it was like, uh, when Luchasaurus and Nick Wayne turn on him, he'll be there to pick him up. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Hollywood Hunk was on TV. He was. And he Good squashed, to see Hunk. He squashed Wardlow. <laughs> weird, weird, not really BTE reference because it wasn't really BTE, but it yeah. was kind of. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was. Holt had no idea that Hunk was wrestling. And then Butler told him he squashed Wardlow. Um. Yeah, you get Nemeth coming out with uh, hot to get, uh, you know, tries to get out of the the power bomb, but then gets a last ride power bomb and yep. and just one. Yep, that's and it. That, Wardlow that's just it. seems to be killing people now with power bombs. Uh, then Wardlow makes the worst mistake in his life. Yeah, you know nobody shoves Shivani. Shivani will get you in the long grass. <laughs> Um, yeah, he pushed Shivani down and he showed Shivani the MJF written on his wrist tape. Didn't say yep. anything. And then, yeah. So Wardlow's a heel then. Yeah, he is. Heel Wardlow and he's out to get MJF for some reason. Um, MJF backstage again, this time with Kenny Omega. Shakes his hand <laughs> and then says, 13 days, bitch. Ah, <laughs> uh, that was brilliant. That was absolutely fantastic. And then Kenny was like, I will see about that. And you're thinking, oh, are we, are we getting an MJF Kenny match? That'll be fucking gold. Yeah, we have to before the 13 days is up. I would think. Um, mm. Another one of these Roderick Strong uh, Adam Cole segments where Cole's making peanut butter and jelly. Roderick Strong is such an idiot. It's so in, funny. In a good way, though. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think I would laugh as this as much as I have been, but holy fuck, it's amazing. And I, Mike Bennett is a comedic genius without even doing that much. Just him, the faces he pulls and all, it's, it's, he's absolutely amazing. Like, when Roddy bites into the sandwich and he tells him he doesn't like crust, <laughs> like, Mike Bennett's face looks like someone that shot his mum. He can't believe that he would give him crust. That's <laughs> genius. But yeah, then Adam storms off. And then he's like, ah, shit, we're going to have to be nice to this comeback. Yeah. I wonder how long they keep this up. With. Like, starting to think. <sighs> like, Adam Coles must be actually injured. Oh, I, it's it's a legit proper thing. So. Yeah. They're probably just trying to buy as much time as they can. And that's going to be a long, long time because like, he had to get surgery. Mm-hmm. Mm, we'll see. Uh, 
Um, Carlos is obviously had a. Oops, sorry. Sorry, they obviously had what? They obviously had a big payoff idea planned, and they're thinking we don't want to ruin it, so we'll just keep this going for a bit till everyone's mm. good to go again. Yeah. Um. Then MGS got plenty of opponents at the minute. Everyone's out to get them. That's a handy thing as well, isn't it? Maybe that's why. Keep him busy till Adam Cole gets back. Yeah. Uh, Callus is out with Takesha and Hobbs. Hobbs talks about <laughs> Chris Jericho doing something to his granny or something. I don't know. <laughs> yes, he did. Um, the the thing during this whole promo, it was all about Takesha for me. He was just standing there in the background like a fucking killing machine. He, just, he literally had this look of, I could kill everyone in this ring and there's nothing nobody <laughs> can do about it. I am the baddest man on the planet right now. It's like, he just has this err about him. Like, he's a bad bastard. But Hobbs is all like, uh, February 1998, uh, Chris Jericho was rude to me. And it's like, yes, heal Chris Jericho. What are you saying, Hobbs? Yep. You're a mark. You're a mark and you spine-buster Chris Jericho. <laughs> he's just obliterated a man because he was doing his job. Um, Callus gives uh, Fletcher a bunch of shit for mm. getting pinned in that tag match last week. Then Fletcher comes out and is all like, what the fuck? And then Kenny comes out and they have match. And it's really good. But amazing match. Yep. Callus um, on commentary is amazing. Oh, I Give Callus a mic Fle- and you're good. Yeah, putting Fletcher over the entire time. And then as soon as he gets pinned, he's a bum and he's worthless. Fletcher face turn? Um... Maybe, I suppose. As, as I know, his mate's gonna be out for a while, so may as well do something with him. Mm. Uh, I just find it's still mad the heat Don Callis gets. Like you can't even, you cannot hear Don Callis talk over a PA system. The 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 crowd is that mm. rabid against them. That's madness to me. Hey, this is good heel heat. Uh, Lance Archer beat a guy. <laughs> Fucking murdered a guy. Uh, good to see him back. I always like the Archer. I love that new movie he's doing though, where he just runs up and knees you when you're on the ropes. Hmm. That is fucking cool looking. Uh, especially a guy his size doing it. So hopefully they actually do something with Archer this time. Just seems um, like one of them guys. They never know what to do with him. Sting. Said stuff. Tried to put over Hogan. Got booed. <laughs> Tried to put over Hogan and it did not go down well. Nope. Because <laughs> fuck that guy. Goes to show you that not even Sting, who I'm fans are absolutely... I'm cranking your knob. <laughs> How can you condone that, Sting? Jesus Christ. Maybe that's what he taught him. <laughs> How to crank knobs. <laughs> um... But yeah, so Sting basically putting over all the old guys said they did that for him in the other form and he's announced his final match will be at Revolution 2024. Hooray! It's gotta be Darby or this is all for nothing. I, uh, you think so? Maybe I say, I yeah, was... that it's so, it, it's at Revolution so Darby can go climb mountain. Yeah. 
I was so worried the way he was going on about Nature Boy, though, because he kept going on and on and on about him. I was like, oh, Christ, is he going to try and challenge Fleur at a final match in Revolution or something? No, don't do that. Mm. No. <laughs> no. Ray Flair wouldn't be. No. No, no chance. No. Um, you know, our, uh, Tony Storm, RG City, picture in picture, silent <laughs> film. We got subtitles this time. Brilliant. Well, not subtitles, but you know the things in the black and white films where it's like yeah, the old silent movies. Yeah, just RJ being RJ is brilliant. Yeah, he's very good at that. He, he's perfect for doing doing them and skits we 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 storm. He's definitely very animated facially. Yeah. Uh, and then we get this uh, Jim Ross interview with uh, Nick Wayne as Ma. This was awkward. It was. It was a wee bit. I don't think, I think we're still very. Is Miles better on the mic than he is? Yeah. <laughs> she clashes him. I was like, yeah, get him. I did love the fact that the Christians that basically said he's his dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, as soon as Christian showed up, it just got better. Um, yeah, they, they leave and then all hell breaks loose. Yep. Darby. I think he legit had his tooth broke as yep. well. Yep, that tooth is fucking broke. Darby just, uh, yep, broke his tooth. Yep. Um, of course, Sting has to show up, ruin the party. Yeah. Fuck, I was, oh, I was so raging. I was, I was actually praying Luchasaurus would just be like, hey, fuck this. <laughs> I'm not selling this 60 year old man. <laughs> Uh, and then the dynamite battle, dynamite dozen diamond dozen dynamite battle royale, something something, just Robinson won. He did. Um, that's yeah, it's fine. Daniel Garcia looked really good in it. He did. Um, Max Caster lasted to the the yep. end. Um, got put out last. Um, so yeah, this week we will be getting Juice Robinson versus MJF for the Dynamite yep. Diamond Ring. Nothing. And we had a MJF on some commentary, which was good fun. Oh yeah, yeah, always. Um, that could could that be the end? Not end, but the, well, this is the first time someone who isn't MJF win this yeah. ring. I would say, yeah, I'd say MJF's getting his ring taken off him here. And just as he's going to wear it, he's going to throw it out. Yeah. Like, that just gets rid of this whole stupid dynamite diamond ring thing then as well. Yeah, true. They don't have to do it anymore. Because just yeah. Robinson fucked it. It's a guess. Just didn't get rid of it. Yep. The collision cowboy of the month. <laughs> Moving on the collision. He's fucking brilliant. Yeah, uh, did you watch Rampage? No. <laughs> I I literally flicked through it today. Uh, the Rocky and Mystical match was quite good. Was I, would, I would say so, yeah. The Mystical thing, uh, I wasn't sure. Like, like Mystical was a big big deal in Mexico, CMLL mm. star. But at the same time, it is Sin Cara and Sin Cara shit. That's so Sin Cara? That's Sin Cara. Fuck off. Nope, that's him. Jesus, he actually had his balance today, then didn't fall over didn't break anything 
No, that's what I always knew Sin Cara for. Because remember, they made this huge deal out of him in, when he joined WWE, and then he was just fucking hurting himself left, right, and center. But this man just botches. Yeah. Well, the match was pretty good with uh, Rocky. Um, they give the win to Mystico. And then anything else? Um, no. Uh, mm. Probably we throw away matches. Uh, I can't remember if the Santana Ortiz promo was Battle of the Belts or Rampage because I've watched them both today. Uh, Do you remember Santana uh, and Ortiz? Yeah, I think so. I think there was yeah, that Battle been, of the Belts. Their matches the belt. actually on Rampage, which is really dumb. Oh, think, really? Yeah, I think everything between them has been playing out on Rampage. Oh, maybe, uh, maybe but still, you, they deserve a proper TV spot. Yeah. that That's like fucking 20 years of friendship leading to a match, you know? Hey, let's you don't just actually throw... do something with it. Yeah. Sick. Um, Collision, you know when he was backstage at Collision? Who was backstage at Collision? Sammy Callahan. Was he? Yes. Where was it? It was Memphis? Yep. Huh. Ah. How do you know this? Um. Actually, that's a really good question. Point out this. I was just actually just thinking this when I was watching last night. They'd done an entire Impact pay-per-view without Callahan. Yeah, he's a free agent. Oh, shit. Uh, was Dave Meltzer reported it? So, yeah. Holy shit, that would be cool. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a big Callahan, Mark. I know you are. <laughs> Plus, you know, him and Moxley in the same company again. <laughs> yeah. Um, Danielson versus Andrade Alito kicks us off. It's a, Holy fuck, it's a very what good a match. match. Um, I wasn't sure which way this was going at one point. Yeah. Because uh, both men have been on an absolute tour. Yeah, that's that's how you want it. Um, mm. A lot of submissions and uh, toughness, and then very a lot of very stiff chopping. Um, mm. The uh, so Danielson does win uh, with a roll up. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then we the had match, a recurrent theme. <laughs> the lights go out. Uh, they come on, Malachi Black kicks Danielson. <laughs> Lights go out, Malachi Black leaves. Fucking Danielson's head was in the fourth row of that kick. <laughs> was it amazing? Just, hello. Smack. Goodbye. It was good. Uh, I guess Malachi is going to be an opponent soon for him. Um, mm. uh, Sky What's... Blue... Sorry, were you going to say something? I was just going to say, which again will be an incredible match. Mm, right, definitely. Sky Blue had a match uh, against um, Hollywood Haley, who was featured heavily in that uh, OVW documentary. Oh, right. um, she was kind of the main focus of that whole thing. Um, oh, right. she, she's not bad. Um, Sky Blue doing this weird makeup i got i got misted so mm. now i i'm bad going down the very julia sort of yeah what happened to her it's a bit weird her being all sort of uh bad attitude and 
evil makeup and then coming out in Scooby-Doo gear, though. Yeah, with the Scooby-Doo music. <laughs> um, the guns beat the Outrunners. <laughs> ah, the Outrunners. Tell them, Turb. Yep. Uh, Statlander squatted Lexionaire. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then we just had a Memphis street fight. I don't know where this was set up, but uh, yeah. This Jeff, was set up on Rampage. Fair enough. Jeff yep. Jarrett taking on Eddie Kingston. And if Jeff Jarrett wins, uh, Jay Lethal gets a shot at uh, Eddie Kingston's Ring of Honor world title. You know what I enjoyed about this match, though? The what? amount of punishment it actually took to put Kingston down. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, it, well, four boys were wailing him at one uh, stage. It was actually a fun match. Um, yeah. I think Jarrett just knows his role now, and he just leans into it so heavily, it's hilarious. Yeah. And then, that announcer guy has some voice, it's pretty damn cool, Dave <laughs> Brown. Oh, the old Memphis wrestling guy? He's just a cracking voice on him. He didn't know much of what was going on, but... He <laughs> knew who Jeff Jarrett was, and that was that. <laughs> That's about it, though. <laughs> um... Oh no! It was it was this. It was on Rampage or Collision where Max Caster got told to go go in the corner because he. Oh, right, yes. Uh, yes, that's what it was. It wasn't the MJF. It was the Lexi. You were right. Uh, Miro didn't squash Action Andretti. They got a proper match out of it. They get a proper match. Um, we I mean, we knew Miro was winning. Like, but mm. yeah, I guess that he's he's not just squashing boys anymore he's doing proper matches but yeah. uh what what do you think the payoff is here i don't think cj is interested in anyone else she's doing this to fucking get miro on the fucking best fucking run of his life yeah she's just like uh, getting people to take interest in her so he'll come and yeah <laughs> murder <laughs> although probably was it was it battle of the belts you were like oh dear uh because she took interest in andrade yeah, that won't be such an easy, no. easy match for him. That'll be a cracking match. Um, where were we? Uh, but she just defend the the women's title against Ruby Soho on Dynamite. It's, uh, some good build there. Nicely done. Yeah. Fuck's yep. sake. <laughs> Um, they couldn't have done something on Dynamite after to sort of... Yeah. I don't know. God damn it. Um, a, a lot of the, the, the promos were just the, like the people who would be defending on Battle of the Belts, which was basically just the third hour of the show. Yeah. Um, we get to see uh, LFI again. They have to be showing up soon. You would think, uh... I loved Rush's accent with him saying he was too dangerous for TV. Like, I don't want to sound bad, but the way he said dangerous was just fucking class in his <laughs> Spanish accent. He's yeah. too dangerous for TV. I was like, fuck, you're a cool bastard. He's, they're going to have to do some serious <laughs> wrecking when they come back. Uh, otherwise, he's all like, uh, I learned English for this. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The promo was fucking fantastic. It like, was, uh, uh, definitely. Um. Uh, FDR tried to have a match. 
And then the lights, <laughs> then the lights went out again. Yep. Um, I said Black just decided, "Hey, we're gonna fuck with everything." And I, yep. Uh, who's gonna fucking stop him? Uh, well, they turn out the lights, so you them. can't see them. Yeah, I do love the fact though that to the to this day, there's still this whole thing that no matter who you are, no one still has an answer for Brody King. That's the big thing with House of Black. I, I think that's fantastic that they haven't mm. made him just, you know, oh, he was a big guy for a while and now anyone can match him. The entire time they have consistently been, Brody King is unanswerable. And yeah. then Malachi is just the fucking brains of it all. It's fantastically well done. I think that's why I love the House of Black so much. And then again, in the main event, uh, tag team title match, Big Bill Ricky starts defending against uh, Blackpool Combat Club. They make an older appearance. Yep. Um. Yeah. So they they kind of they they cost they they cost uh, Wheeler and Claudio the titles by mm. the referee gets distracted. Um. And. Uh, Buddy Matthews uh, and Brody King take out um, Claudio. We will. Oh, is it we Claudio? We Claudio? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Big Claudio. And then Stars right. finishes it off. Um, yeah, so they obviously have it out for Blackpool Combat Club. Um, and FTR. And FTR. Uh, and. Shit has fan big brawl. Then John Moxley comes out. Um, I guess he's cleared again. Yeah, more big brawls. Then they all the Blackville Combat Club get out. We out of the ring with Starks. And then you just see Malachi whispering in Starks' ears, and they're all like going to go back in and go at them again. <laughs> and then Starks gets in the ring, but then the uh, House of Black just back off and let him there alone. Then I guess the shite knocked out of him. I will say, I've... Big Bill didn't help either. No, well, he knew, he was like, if I go in there, I'm getting murdered. Why did he run in there? <laughs> what an idiot. So well, you're like, oh, they're helping Starks. Like, they don't care about anybody. <laughs> nope. That's why I love the House of Black. They'll fuck over the heels and everything. It's like, they're on their side. That's it. Yeah. They're, they're basically, like, experimenting with people. <laughs> They're like mad scientists of wrestling. I, I, they're fantastic. They're, I think they are my favorite faction. Um, what about Dark Order? <laughs> I do love Dark Order. <laughs> I didn't see them enough on Dynamite no. anymore. It's a shame what happened to them. Yeah, it is. Just, just like if all the... dropped, lost interest in them. And, yeah, it's... But shitty. Like, you know, if the big man was still around as well, though, they would still be, like, top of the food chain. Yeah. Um. So, as Battle of the Bells kicks off, we still got uh, Blackpool <laughs> Combat Club in the ring fucking about, and they get out. Um, Orange Cassidy starts coming out. He's d- defending his international title against John Silver. Um, we get the Moxley and Cassidy doing the, the shoulder bump on the... Uh, yep on the ramp and then starts a whole fucking thing. Yep. They're gonna go at it again. And then Cassidy beats Silver and then it's a pretty fun match. 
Yeah, it was, was. Um, and then we had Samoa Joe just fucking shellacking Tony Nice. <laughs> just what the fuck was this here for? Fucking, I think it was just to give Joe Probo time. Hmm. I think so. <laughs> and yep. also, this is Battle of the Belts. We need some belts. Oh, yeah. But Joe basically says, uh, MJF, uh, I'm fucking coming for you. That was he says, I am being, I'm being nice and giving you foresight. <laughs> um, Statlander beat Willow Nightingale. She defended her TBS title. Um, again, the, the, that's two, uh, two good performers in the ring. Uh, hmm. more... It was pretty cool because it was two powerful people. So they were, I love the body slam exchange at one yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. Them just doing like trading body slams. Yeah, that was pretty not, cool. Not something you see every day, especially like from women. Yeah. In a women's match. Um, Sky Blues out there being weird. Uh, Statlander offers it the, the handshake, and Sky Blues are like, no, I don't. <laughs> I was like, what is Sky Blue's problem with Starlander? Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to. Um, but, yeah, well, um, I fuck up. I'm shaking her hand. <laughs> uh, get out of here. Uh, Orange Cassidy is backstage and he's. Fucking hell, I This was some announcement. <laughs> with Moxie, and he's all like, right, next week, um, Danielson, Cassidy, and uh are going to fight him and his partner. Uh, Okada? Yep. Okay. Just casual as fuck. Ah, Okada's coming to Dynamite. You just ring him up and be like, yo. <laughs> hey, remember that fucking... Remember that boy Danielson beat you? Do you want to get him back? <laughs> yeah. I mean, holy shit, what way does this go? I'm not sure, but it's probably setting up uh, another Danielson-Okada match wherever that happens. I'm all for that. Be it Wrestle Kingdom or all or full gear. Yeah, well, that's what I was thinking. It probably the way things are working at the moment, it doesn't even need to be Forbidden Door anymore. It's just like I'm on over and do matches. Yeah, but this is a special match. It needs to be. Oh, this yeah. You wouldn't be just having this on Dynamite. It's a pay per view match. Unfinished business. Never got to do it properly last time. Um, and then the last match of Battle of the Belts was they claimed to defend the trios titles against. Uh, do you guys even have a name? Garcia, Parker, and Menard. X J former <laughs> the former Jericho Appreciation Society. Um, Garcia, man. Nah, he's he's a he's a well, he already has a fucking star, like, but he it's he's just waiting for his time, basically. Yeah, he's gonna be top of the food chain someday. But this dance, it's too over. Oh, it's ridiculously over. And uh, man has been, some hips on him. Been hinting at the at them breaking up. He's he's obviously the well breakout star. Like yeah, yeah, it's hard. It's hardly going to be any of that. <laughs> <laughs> or not. It's uh, Jake Hager. He's going to be the next big thing. <laughs> if JR had his way, he would be. Uh, probably. Uh, 
Um, and yeah, some good matches on on uh, that collision and yeah. and dynamite, but still haven't uh, they still haven't broke tradition yet. You know, no what? belts have actually changed hands yet on Battle of the Belts. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> mental. We are eight of we are eight of those in, and still no one has actually changed. No belts have actually changed hands yet. So I'm gonna have to change yeah. it up at some point. They're gonna have um, to have an episode where all of them change hands, just to shock people. And the the woman stuff was definitely felt like an afterthought this week on oh, geez, top the bottom beyond. through all the shows. Like, it, like even though you know we're getting to see uh, Sheeta and. And Emmy Sacro, but it's all just cold matches, um, mm. and which are like good to a point, but like we're gonna change up a bit and do do some sort of storyline there. You give Sheeta her belt back. Let's get a storyline going. Yeah, even if it is literally just I want that belt, and you can't have that belt. This belt, means... yeah. But they don't even do that much. It's like literally Shivani going, "Ah, oh, Ruby Soho's winning." Or Ruby Soho's getting a shot at Dynamite, and we don't hear from Sheeta. We did hear from Soho, I guess, where she's like, "I deserve a belt." Um, yeah, but like, you could do cold matches, do them like they do in Japan and that, and at least try and make it seem like, oh yeah, like Soho is the top contender because like Soho hasn't been wrestling. Why is she getting yeah. a shot? Because she went and mm. doing a promo. Mm-hmm. Um. And then try and make, uh, like, give them something like a a contract in anything just to to set it up. Don't just go, uh, title match. Mm. That took fifteen seconds. Hey, uh, I don't know. You're all right, though. I mean, there's just <laughs> no build for anything the women are getting at the moment, which is shocking. No. Man, we used to get at least get tournaments. <laughs> yeah, we don't even get that anymore. No, we do not. Um, God, if we still had dark. The woman's title would probably be on there. Yeah, it would be. In fact, I'm pretty sure it was when it was there. Well, talk to me about Bound for Glory then. Right. Um. So that there was some. I, I'm not going to lie, I wasn't expecting a lot out of this, uh, but it turned out really damn good. Um, so we opened a surprise match. Um, so Chris Saban had been told like two weeks beforehand, right, you're going to be defending your X Division Championship, but it's a surprise opponent. The only thing we can tell you is uh, you've never had a match win before. And everyone was like, oh, okay. And it turned out it was Kenta. Oh. And this was in Chicago. So Ooh. the creator of the creator of the go to sleep was actually in Chicago. Um, the match was fucking excellent. Just it's mad to me how Chris Saban can still do what he does at his age. Like, like Chris Saban is well, he's only forty one actually. So you forget how he's not that old. Actually, Jesus, younger than Daniel. He's been there. Yeah, he's fucking hell. He's he's been around since the early days. Of, you know, TNA and Impact, which is now back to TNA again, which we'll I'll talk about quickly. Um, but he has, has an absolutely amazing match with Kenta. They are literally kicking the shit out of each other at one point. And then Kenta goes to do the go to sleep. 
And he do, he goes to do that. I don't know if he does this because I don't know a lot about him. Does he do like the wee sort of sleep motion like Punk does? Um, because he starts to do that, and everyone's all going, <gasps> and then he just gives the crowd the fingers. He was healing it up <laughs> for this match, like so. He starts doing like the whole. Yep, he starts going for the whole go to sleep and then he, he gives the fingers. He gets Saban up for the go to sleep. Uh, Saban does this fantastic counter out of it into his... Uh, fuck, I forget what you call his finisher. But it's like a cool sort of spinning powerbomb thing. It's very, very cool looking. Um, and Saban gets the victory. Uh, very, very cool. Um, our next match uh, was a monster's ball. And since... Is it since last year or the year before... Um, they've been doing like the old school, you know. Oh, they're locked away for twenty four hours with no food or water or light or anything like right, that. Uh... You know, so the match is starting, and they're bringing them out of these, you know, dark rooms. Uh, so we had Steve Macklin, who is fantastic. Uh, we had Rhino Moose and PCO. Um, I was rooting heavily for Macklin in this one. Um, <laughs> like I do not understand why the fucking crowd's mad about PCO. Like. All right, I'm not going to lie. The guy can take some punishment. He does take some fucking crazy punishment in this match. But he can't wrestle. So, mm. I don't get it. Um, you know, if you just want to see a guy get beat up, yay. But um, I, I'm very... Moose has definitely improved over the last couple of years. You can tell he's actually wanting to become a, a big star again. But um, he's been saying, he's been offered... He was saying he was saying in an interview a while back there, AEW and uh, WWE were in talks with him about coming over and doing this that and the other, and he's like, "No, I'm happy at Impact because it's everyone that's there loves the schedule because no the way they'll record for a while and then they can all go do their other things for a couple of weeks and then yeah. they record again. There is a lot of people love that, so they do. Um, and Moose is one of them. He says just the the schedule suits him perfectly because I think he's just had his first kid and stuff like that. So it's probably perfect for a parent and stuff. You know, we get to spend more time with your kids instead of traveling every week, maybe. Yeah. Um, and the money's, he's, I, I don't know money-wise, like, but I know he's on a good contract. But PCO gets the victory here anyway. Sorry, I went what? on a wee rant there. I know, I know it serves no purpose. Like, to me, Macklin's had the way more interesting storyline. Um, and even the whole thing. So Macklin's thing is he was a legit fucking Marine. So he was. He literally done two tours and all this here, whatever. But when they're opening the doors, right, everyone's doing the whole, ah, you know, the lights hitting them in the eyes and all. Whereas when they opens the door, Macklin just looks up and goes, right, okay. And you're like, yeah, that's a man who doesn't give two fucks about being in a dark room for 24 hours. So like, I thought that was the story they were telling. This guy is fucking good to go from the moment it starts. But no, they give it the PCO. I think he pinned Moose too. No, it was Moose. He got Moose got pinned. Uh, so wasn't wasn't overly sort of happy with the finish in that. Uh, next we had a very good tag team match. Uh, Chris Bay and Ace Austin from Bullet Club, the ABC, taking on the Rascals, who are the who were sorry. I'll just spoil that now. They were the current uh, Impact Tag Champs. Sorry to interrupt yeah. you, but just some bad news for you. What's uh, that? P- PCO signed a new contract with Impact. Ah, uh, yeah, I think they mentioned <laughs> that you're about for glory. Fuck's sake. Jesus Christ, hang on, what age is he? He's, I bet uh, he's younger than Sting. Ah, uh, 55. Considerably yeah. younger than Sting. 10 years younger than Sting, but Jesus, he's... 
no good. I'm sorry. But this was a cracking wee high speed. Uh, this was four high flyers in a tag team match, and it was fucking brilliant. Some of the reversals and stuff. Oh my god! I don't know how boys. Some of them were defying gravity. But um, uh, Bay and Ace Austin's uh, double team finisher is fucking phenomenal. It's so fucking cool. Basically, Ace Austin throws Bay at the opponent and he turns it into a cutter. It's fucking class looking. It's really fucking cool looking. So they get the win. And, uh, you know, new tag champs. Bullet Club, obviously, they're over as fuck. Um, and then match number five was the match of the night. Uh, it was Will Ospreay against Speedball Mike Bailey. Um, no. Mike Bailey in the ring is fucking brilliant, right? Is he wearing boots? No. Silly bastard. That's he did have, like... Lesson. He had something, I think he had like ramps or something in the back of his feet or something, but he wasn't wearing boots still. However, Mike Bailey, the character, is boring as fuck. Where to God, I want to <laughs> like this guy more. I really do, but he's just generic creat, creat, bratty man, so he is. It's just... Karate <laughs> man. It's just so fucking boring and generic. Even his taunts and stuff. There's no the whole, you know, closed fist and the open hand and bowing. You're like, ah, for fuck's sake, man. You're, it's like someone took all the flavor out of Johnny Cage and put him into wrestling. So it is. Uh, but thankfully, thankfully, he's in the ring with Will Osprey. So, you know, you know, I don't have to concentrate too much on the awful character. I can just watch the match. The match was fucking unbelievable. Will Osprey being just Will Osprey. Um, the last the last five, six minutes of this match was so high speed. It was unbelievable how um, some of the reversals, like there's this move uh, Bailey does where he like goes into the corner, you're in the opposite corner, and he sort of spins at you and he does this kick. And it is pretty cool looking. But while he's in the middle of spinning, fucking Osprey just runs at him and hidden blades him square in the fucking face. <laughs> it was fucking phenomenal. But that wasn't even the finish. Ah, oh, Jesus. I... So... If you if you actually do want to go watch Bound for Glory, that is the match they watch. Just Mike Bailey and Will Osprey, unfucking believable. Mm. Um, our next match was the twenty-person intergender call your shot gauntlet. So whoever basically a twenty-man mm. Royal Rumble, and uh, whoever wins this Ooh. gets to call their shot. I just at, saw who won this. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Gets to call their shot. So we started with Jake something, Eddie Edwards. This is basically um, like a money in your bank, money in your bank, money in the bank type situation. But it, yeah, and it lasts for a year. Um, so, you know, we had 20 people, a um, couple of surprise entrances. We had Hoovy. Hooventood was there. So it was, the juice was loose. The juice. Yeah. Fuck, he still looks really well. I know it was only a while ago we seen him on AEW with Jericho, but he's still fucking brilliant. Um, Kylan King was beating the Christ out of any one that came near. She is tall as fuck. She was mm. towering over a lot of the dudes as well. Um, we had uh, Sonny Kiss showed up. It was good to see them. Um, I actually took two people to eliminate them, which was cool because they tried to throw them out a few times. And obviously they're very flexible. So they were able to like spin around the ropes and come in a couple <laughs> of times. It was really fucking cool looking the way they'd done yes. it. Um and we had a really cool moment at one point with Jordan Grace and Jonathan Gresham. I don't, I didn't know if it was ever mentioned, you know, in Impact storyline that they were legit married, but it was brought up. And at one point, Gresham tried to throw Grace out, 
<laughs> so it just turns and starts looking at him. I think you see Gresham sort of step back going, oh, shit, I'm in trouble here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was very, very cool. Um, so uh came down. So, But the only thing that's different about this, the last two people in the ring, it then turns into a normal match. Uh, so a while back, we were very much hinting towards Jordan Grace and Bully Ray having a match. It never came to be. But these were the last two in this. And uh, it was fucking brilliant. Jordan Grace, uh, her Grace driver, which is pretty much the, you know, the made in Japan Penta does. Yeah. She does that to Bully Ray. No fucking bother to her. She gets the pin on finisher. him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, never gets the pen on him. You'd think it's a Penta move. Oh, I, I've never seen too much Shingo Takagi. I apologize. <laughs> Hence why it does make sense. I don't know why it's called Made in Japan. Yeah. So, you know, Penta's sort of giving tribute to the guy. Um, but yeah, she, she beats him and she immediately picks up a microphone and I'm like, oh shit, this is it. This is what we've been building towards. She's, she's fucking going to do it. And then she calls her shot for the women's title. And you're like, God oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought she was going to challenge for the man's title. It just felt like this is what we've been leaning towards, and I don't know. Maybe things will change. Maybe you know. Maybe they don't want to you know pull it or you know make it too obvious too quickly. But this woman should be world champion. I'm you know, they had this. And looking at who the uh, champion is, uh, they'd yeah. be the underdog. <laughs> they would be. They fucking would be. Um, so. Yeah, I was a wee bit disappointed in that. Uh, I just... Because I remember they had this whole amazing storyline planned with Tessa Blanchard. Obviously never came to fruition. The perfect person to do that with is Jordan Grace. And she's totally believable as well. She's a fucking freight train. Um, but, you know, maybe maybe someday. Uh, our next match, uh, Trinity, or Naomi as some people know her as, against Mickey James for the Knockouts Championship. Yeah, this was a grand match. Um, like, I don't mind Mickey James. Um, you can tell she's from a different era, though, because, you know, Trinity's really, really good, and Mickey <laughs> James is pretty, pretty okay. Pretty, and, pretty okay. <laughs> and you could tell Trinity was having to work at Mickey James's pace. Um, I'm so, so surprised she didn't retire at that time when they made it back yeah. to her. She came out in the traditional headdress and all, and it's their whole family and this seems like a a good yeah, way to go out and she yeah. fucking wins the title you're like what the fuck does absolutely nothing for anyone and the worst thing was she, it was she beat jordan grace too that's just totally not believable that's <laughs> <laughs> like trying to fight a brick wall i'm sorry um but yeah so trinity gets the win anyway it was uh, her submission moves pretty cool the, the way she finishes What's it? Uh, star, starstruck or something? It's called. Very, very cool. Um, so she actually makes uh, Mickey James tap out. It's pretty cool. Um, then we had our main event, and so we we both know Josh Alexander's fucking brilliant. So we we've seen him hmm. wrestle ourselves. Alex Shelley, um, he's okay. I mean, put him in a tag team match with Chris Sabin, and he's. He works brilliantly, but as a singles wrestler, I just don't think he has the same. Do you, do you I... think this is a reign just because, yeah, you've been here so long? 
So Chris Saban has won the world title, hasn't he? He's a two-time uh, former yeah. world champion. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Do you think this is just a I hear you have won too, sure? Well, how the story <laughs> of him becoming champion was like so. Josh Alexander was injured; he had to give it up, mm. and then Steve Macklin became champion. And then Steve Macklin was meant to be defending against Alex Shelley, but Macklin legit got injured during the match, so they had to call an audible. Oh, so he shouldn't it. have this at all, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's not actually supposed to be champion, but they're trying to make a big underdog story out of it. It's like, you know, I'm the guy that never should have been world champion. Well, goddammit, I'm champion now, and I'm going to, you know, be a champion. So, you know, the story's there. It's really cool and all. But I just, the match itself, it, it didn't feel like it got up to a, there was no crescendo. It was just two guys doing moves to each other, and then it was over. Like when I was watching that last night, I literally sort of went, "Hang on, did I miss something?" It's I, I watched it again today while I was working just to make sure. I was like, maybe it, because I know I was a bit tired last night. I thought, "Fuck, maybe I drifted drifted off, and missed something or something." But no, I didn't. It was just like Alexander's fucking brilliant. Him selling the fucking shit out of his arm injury because that's what he was legit away for was the you know the arm. Shelley's working the arm, and this was the story of it. But it just. It's just, it just the the ending was just so sudden, like, ah, here's here's a shell shock and that's it over, and you're like, okay, like, fucking Alexander was the longest reigning world champion ever. He went undefeated for two straight years, mm. and then he loses to Alex Shelley in twenty minutes. So I mm. don't know. The main event was okay, but the standout match of the night was definitely Osprey Bailey. So. Well, you're getting it's, an Osprey uh, Alexander it, for the TV taping. Yeah, he's, uh, Osprey says he's going to hang around and do a few matches. So we're going to get Osprey Alexander, which will be fucking phenomenal. And I know at one of the TV pay-per-views, uh, it's Osprey and Eddie Edwards, which will be very good. Hi. So, so yeah, Osprey's doing a wee bit of time in... Uh, <laughs> Impact, I guess. Yeah, while well, well, you're there, I guess. So what about this fucking TNA? <laughs> what, so, are they, what, yeah. are what are they doing? What the fuck? Why? Why? Afterwards, afterwards, they started showing this wee video. And I bet last night I was all, a oh, fuck. You know the way they usually do like a wee sort of vignette package at the start of it? Uh, at a uh, pay-per-view. Yeah. I thought, oh shit, they fucked this up. They put this at the end when it should have been at the start. So I left it. I was like, well, I'm, I've already seen the event. I don't need to see this sort of build-up thing. And then uh, I found out they've renamed it TNA, and that's what it was. It was like a, a vignette of all the wrestlers coming together and basically saying, you know, it's time to go back to our roots. So it is no longer Impact Wrestling. It is literally total non-stop action once again. <laughs> but why? Why? I don't know. They're, they're, do you know what? You see when things, you know the way people like to chant, you know, AEW and things like that? They always chant TNA anyway, so they probably thought, mm, well, well, fans are still fucking chanting it, why not? I thought they, they changed it to get away from that name because that uh, was all covered in Dixie stink. Well, yeah, it was covered in Dixie and Hogan stink. Maybe, maybe like, yeah, it's been long enough now. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. You were also telling me that fucking Punk was backstage during this as well. Aren't he so? What a dick. I don't know. Um, to be fair, I'm not seeing any 
uh, any official new not official, but I was told that you were saying they hired his fucking biter friend, though. Yeah, that Aesteed was a producer on that very show. That, um, right. So, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, there we go. I didn't know Callahan was backstage at Collision. That's very cool. Yeah, uh, th- yeah, there's a story on that. Oh, no, yeah, there, there it is there. There is a story. <laughs> what is it? See a bunch reportedly at the Impact Zone this weekend. Um, <clears throat> I doubt they're hiring him a, a better use of Oh, no Steve. fucking way. No way. I really, really hope. Well, I do and I don't. Because there's obviously a lot of people in AEW that sort of sadly get lost in the in the mass of people in the roster. And He's not Callahan, do you think he would stand out to Callahan? Yeah, because he'll be working with Moxley. True, that's the first thing they'll do. <laughs> right, you two nutcases. Let's fucking do this. Yeah, um, true. Yeah, uh, it's... Mox has said as well in interviews that um, as a, a mind for wrestling, Callahan's on fucking real, apparently. Mm. Says there's just the way his brain works is his wee promotion... His wee promotion was actually trending like number three or something. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, they'd done a show and like it's, it's probably one of the biggest indie fucking things in the US at the moment now. I hope they let mad. them I hope they let them do some mild deathmatch stuff so everyone can uh, start clutching their pearls and being like, oh, it's too much. <laughs> <laughs> Them two deathmatch with each other would be nuts. It would, eh? Yeah. But that's why I want to see it. Yep, so do I. Yeah, you want to see it. Two men doing what they love to do. Mm. Do some fucking garbage wrestling. Yep. Um, Plus, it'll be so cool to see uh, fucking Callan do his thing where he just loves to shout at the crowd, Wrestling! <laughs> <laughs> that's what he does sometimes. He just shout at the crowd, Wrestling! Yeah, because we'll never know until like if he shows up at something but you know he, he could have been just like there as a guest from Moxley because like guys are backstage all yeah. the time that's true that's true you shouldn't get your hopes up I know I know I didn't know he was a free agent though I didn't know that oh right okay well he is yeah. we should probably continue this conversation off her <laughs> yeah I guess we'll put an end to this Put a bolt yep. in the head of this fucking podcast. Well, this episode. Yep. So we're gonna go. Um, you can do whatever the fuck you want. I'm not your boss. But um, <laughs> see you later. Bye. Bye. Not the boss of me. Whoops. I'm gonna get off by cranking your knob.